I want Dr. Nadowski to talk to us about why it's important to keep play as part of our program. Because when we're prioritizing a lot of times, Dr. Nadowski, play is the last guy on the list. Because we think, uh, you know, it's, other stuff is so much more important. We have to teach social skills. We have to get those academic skills back up. We want to teach language skills. Um, so why should we keep play as part of our curriculum? Well, because when kids are young, that's what they do with each other. And if um, they're going to have friends and they're going to use their social skills, they need to be able to play with kids. Um, when they spend time together, that's what they do. Um, in fact, anytime my kids are doing anything with another kid, we refer to it as a play date. Yeah. And um, the entire time they're playing together. So um, that's the way they interact. And then also while they're playing, there's a lot of other things you could be working on with them. So their language skills, so they're learning to practice and develop these language skills in these play scenarios. Um, it gives them an opportunity in the natural environment to use that language. Um, it also allows them to use their motor skills. So they might have to manipulate small objects or parts, like for example, when they're doing Legos or beads or something. So it makes a more fun environment for how we can teach some of these things. Um, and even like learning to do some adaptive skills. So these are like daily living type things, you know, um, brushing through a doll's hair, fastening the buttons on doll clothes, all those kind of things can then be related to them doing these kind of skills with themselves when they're dressing themselves. And um, if they, you know, maybe use a pretend vacuum that could help later down the line. If you have one of those little small vacuums, you can start to get them to help around the house. Yeah. Um, I always think of play as being sort of the engine that drives everything because every other skill that we have in every other curriculum that's important to us is benefits or can benefit from a good play program. Yeah, and I mean, if you think about it, some of the competing um, therapies out there that are uh, that talk about ABA not being um, the way to go, like. There's complaints that there's not a, that 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 um, ABA is not a play-based therapy, and it's better to do a play-based therapy. And so again, it gets you away from the table. It gets you into the natural environment. It gives you learning opportunities to work on the skills. You're still using ABA, um, but you're doing it in this way. Sometimes the kids don't even know that they're um, learning things. It's really yeah. funny. I've seen some th the therapists that are really good at playing with the kids. They're the best therapists. They get yeah. the most trials completed and everything, but you can't even tell that they're even doing therapy. The kid has no idea they're doing therapy. They think they're just playing and having fun. Yeah, and uh, that's key. Yeah, but also think about when they're with their peers um, and they are spending time in the social world. They have to do things like share, take turns, cooperate, negotiate what and how they're going to play. Um, they engage in conversation skills. All that would be centered around a play activity. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, there's all the executive function skills. Problem solving is a big one during play. Learning to actually um, do your sequences, like different play sequences. Uh, labeling the objects. You know, you might as well start with things that are enjoyable to the child and um, motivating uh, when you're teaching object labels and things like that. Absolutely. I, I really think of it as, as you're talking about it, play when a child, a younger child is playing, that is their early social program. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it really lays the groundwork for what's going to come later on and, and how they uh, interact with other children. When we think about what are the things that people come and talk to us about when they have teenagers and they say, well, their social skills are really lacking and they're, they're they have lots of flexibility issues. Uh, 
um, and you know, they, lots of um, perspective taking issues. All of those things yeah. can benefit from playing really good quality play that's directed to some extent that helps the child to learn early on. Yeah, and you just hit uh, a topic there, which is perspective taking. Um, when you're playing in pretend play, you're engaging in perspective taking. When you role play, um, like for a doll, for example, you make a doll speak mm -hmm. or something like that, you're actually taking on the perspective of this other character. Or like if you're doing actual role play where I'm the mommy and you're the baby and that kind of stuff, um, you're doing that as well. So that's actually very helpful for later perspective taking skills and it gives um, a way to work on it in a fun environment. And, and we know that we can get so much more done if the child is having fun.